Thank you for tuning in. Today we have the pleasure of hosting Sudeep Chavla, Marketing Director at Sargent Art, a D2C brand owned by Pidelite USA. He has previously worked with Pidelite as a category head and brand sales manager at Mondelez. In this two-part series, Sudeep dives deep into his dabblings with marketing and sales with Chaitanya Ganu, who graduated from FMS in 2021 and is currently a management trainee at L'Oreal. Thank you so much for the introduction. And I would also like to extend a warm welcome to Sudeep from my end. And I'm super excited to talk to you and listen to your wisdom. So let's dive in. Okay, so let's begin with your journey, Sudeep. So though the team covered a bit of it already, so for the benefit of the listeners, let me reiterate your profile. So Sudeep has been working in brand building for over 15 years and has worked in various roles and, you know, various sectors. So he worked for nine years in food FMCG with uh, Mondelez across sales and marketing. Then for around six years with Pidilite with their waterproofing and construction solutions. And currently is pivoted into another very uh, different sector as the marketing director for an art solutions company, which is a D2C and operates in the United States market. So this is a career trajectory that I personally, who has, uh, as a person who has just started out in FMCG, I'm very excited by. So Sudeep, why don't you begin by telling us about each one of these experiences of yours and some of your major learnings from each of these stints. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Chaitanya. Uh, so uh, I, I, I must confess that many of these experiences were actually accidental and uh, were not engineered or not planned, uh, you know, but when you look at the last 15 years somebody might say oh this looks like a good move or this looks like a great stint but frankly i just went with the flow i haven't planned much of it uh, myself so uh, you know like a typical uh, uh, mba graduate i joined mondelez or cadbury as it was known during those days in the sales function uh, you uh, do a year of uh, management trainee stint where you roam around the country you perform various uh, roles as a sales officer, as a salesman, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, to make sure that you build sufficient amount of knowledge of systems as well as empathy with people who you would be handling later. First uh, permanent role or first proper role of ASM UP. Uh, very very interesting experience. I was handling uh, sales for all uh, portfolio of Cadbury, which was uh, rupees five below. So therefore, basically, I was selling candies, uh, eclairs, halls, small packets of two rupees gems, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you know, uh, uh, sitting in B school, marketing, sales, etc., looks quite uh, glamorous. Uh, but when you uh, enter the market, and especially if you are working in a company which sells low price point products, you realize that it is very, very humbling the experience. Uh, you are standing outside the shop of a panwala and you are haggling with him to place one more jar in his pan ki tapri. And therefore, you start realizing the uh, the whole conversation of throughput per square feet invested, which Mr. Kishore Biyani and Walmarts, etc. would be looking at a very different scale in their stores. But you start understanding that concept from, uh, from the panwala shop. He has limited real estate available. He has to decide who will he give this space to. 
yeah and uh, very very humbling experience not just from market out perspective but also from uh, the understanding that there are so many people your salesmen your uh, sales officers executives third party people who are working in the same cluster territory etc how all of their careers how all of their experiences within the company are defined by what you do and how you do it and you kind of feel responsible for uh, for all of that and it is very very humbling uh, very different experience uh, you, you you tend to mature quite quite fast uh, because i was working in up i had this opportunity of going to almost all major towns of up and again from a uh, from a tourism or from a travel perspective is it was an excellent uh, you know experience for me i could see the differences when you talk to a retailer who is serving uh, you know chocolates and ice creams outside a college in dehradun versus a small panwala who is sitting in a small uh, you know corner of varanasi yeah and therefore you could understand that the profile of people uh, frequenting that shop changes almost everything about the shop there uh, the kind of sqs they stock the kind of throughput they get into the kind of credit they run Uh, the kind of uh, shop they build the kind of people they employ the kind of shop structure that they have so all of those were learning for me and frankly uh, i absorbed as much as possible i spent about a year uh, 15 months in that role and then i was moved to delhi uh, again as an asm uh, when you become a, a asm in a metro asm in a company it means that one you are doing well and number 2 you are now moved into a visibility high visibility location because anybody who comes to north would land in delhi and hence people entrust you with the reputation of the company reputation of the branch and delhi was a you know again an interesting experience uh, when you move to metro you find people have very different motivations you your retailers your distributors your team members everybody is many times more smarter as compared to similar people who had whom you had met in your previous stints and therefore you learn man management very very well you learn trade management also a metro borders more often than not are uh, in those days at least were quite porous so we did not have these uh, concepts of metro cash and carry or walmart etc so therefore the only time the stock used to flow was through wholesale in different uh, parts of the country uh, so therefore you tend to understand how to manage trade how to make sure that uh, you know you, you don't let some of these distractions uh, get in your way i think mostly the the big learning for me during those times was uh, you know on two three big tenets what was the people tenet that i spoke about uh, that you are responsible for a certain number of people and as you will grow senior in the organization you will be responsible for many more of them and hence how you conduct yourself how you take them along with you how you motivate them how you work for their success and therefore motivate them to work for your success is you know majorly the key in building high uh, performance teams the second learning was about the fact that you know uh, you should realize that it is these guys who pay your salary it is not the company not the md of the company not the leadership of the company your salary is paid by these full foot soldiers who are selling your products day in day out at the shop so whatever plans you make you are a marketer you are a sales guy you are a customer marketing guy you are a shopper shopping market shopper marketing guy those plans have to be simple enough and actionable enough for this guy to be able to execute at every shop every day 
If they are not, then God help you. So finally, your salary is being paid by this guy. So make his life comfortable, make her life comfortable. Whoever is selling your product at the last mile, and then you know that you are on the right uh, plane. So that was the second uh, bit for me, and the third bit was about you know uh, demand creation. So how do you create demand for your product for your company uh, at 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 every shop at a distributor level, uh, even in the uh, minds of Uh, prospective employees who possibly might be inquiring about your company from their friends etc etc how do you make sure that you you know manage your systems processes in a manner so that one they are clean today and number two you are building for the future always so you should leave your cluster your territory your area your region whatever you are handling in a better shape than it was yesterday so one part is to maintain and second part is to improve and when you do that that is where you create demand yeah when you enter a shop you should leave the shop in a better shape than you had left it earlier or it was earlier so therefore the shop becomes better the shop owner sees that you are significantly interested invested in his or her shop and therefore you know their proclivity to place an order their proclivity to promote your company becomes better so therefore you know how do you make every occasion every incident every interaction uh, so meaningful uh, and you leave leave people places region cluster for the better so that you know there is demand creation all around so these were the three broad things that i learned during my asm stint uh, again the company was kind enough to have uh, you know to to uh, give me marketing immediately afterwards so 2009 i become a, became a young mobile brand manager uh, reporting into a category manager category head uh, and i was working on brands like cadbury dairy milk uh, gems uh, these were the two primary brands that i was working on at that point in time uh, you know and marketing is a steep learning experience as soon as you get into it uh, it is actually very very unnerving if you are currently in sales and your life is daily regulated by you know weekend closings month closings targets achievement or no achievement uh, schemes and infrastructure addition etc etc so you have a very specific time bound uh, repeatedly executable agenda and you know sales work on this concept called power of routine so the you, you know the better you become at executing that routine the better your team becomes at executing that routine the better you do uh in marketing it is very different uh, the agenda at the very start will you will find agenda is very very uh, you know uh, very nebulous you wouldn't you will be slightly lost anyways the working of head office is very different from working in field working in field you are almost the king everybody is reporting into you so you want to get something done you tell some you tell it to everybody most of the people will do it in head office there are very few people reporting into you and you have to get work done from people who are reporting into somebody else they have their own agendas targets etc they have their own motivations so you have to find a different way different tack of getting things done and you also have to set you know very very uh, specific agendas for your brand and the work that you are going to do but those specific agendas would come from a very open mandate and therefore for me at least and i have seen it now i have mentored marketers 
uh, over years and i've seen that for every new entrant into head office just the working style of head office and number 2 uh, the nature of marketing role are very unnerving to start with and i was lucky enough to have got very good mentors in uh, marketing the guys that i was reporting into or the whole ecosystem they uh, supported us they did not put us into uh, put us under unnecessary pressure made sure that we were able to find our feet perform uh, during that stint i i got an opportunity to work on marketing campaigns designing imcs etc during that one year stint uh, i remember i you know distinctively remember there was this tvc which was shot in yashra studios in mumbai uh, 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 mr uh, uh, prasun pandey was shooting it from corcoys and uh, this was the dairy milk tvc of uh, pehli tarikh so then hai suhana aaj pehli tarikh hai meetha hai khana aaj pehli tarikh hai so that was my first tvc that i was i worked upon and uh, varun badola was starting uh, was starring in the tvc etc it was a surreal surreal experience for me you know a few days before the tvc i am taken to a studio in bandra where uh, you know ehsan and loy of the shankar ehsan loy fame ehsan and loy are creating this jingle for you they were you know making the jingle this is an old jingle old film jingle they are making it contemporary for you yeah and the singer called shitesh wag he is singing that song so we recorded it then we took it to the set and as soon as i entered the set it was mind blowing i could never imagine that so many people work on making a advertising you know there were minimum 150 people at the set you know somebody is holding the props together somebody is you know moving the camera rail somebody is organizing lighting somebody serving food uh, they just people people and more people and i was like wide eyed boy looking all around and absorbing all of it yeah so uh, again you know you will you will get lot of first time experiences when you get into marketing obviously you know enjoy them relish them but my uh you know when i look back uh, good thing is that i was also able to learn from all of those build my perspective of you know what is the why what is happening i always used to ask why and if my mind was able to answer it for me great otherwise i used to reach out to you know one of my seniors that why are there so, so many people why did we do this why did we do that understanding of the why uh, possibly help me become a better marketer in years to come uh, so that was my first marketing stint then i was given an independent portfolio kids portfolio to handle so i had uh, the product gems to myself and uh, a variant of dairy milk called wavi at that point in time i had lots of fun doing it i handled it for 2 years uh, it 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 has been a dream for all the gems brand managers over the years to you know to say that i don't want to target kids i want to target slightly elder teenish uh, tg we used to call them elder kids or even teenagers but you know because gems always had a significant amount of its consumption coming from younger kids therefore most of the marketing plans advertising imcs were targeted at them during my time i was able to study some amount of scores prove a certain case to everybody that targeting slightly older tg is not going to alienate the younger one it always works with the cloud effect uh, you know you you target the older one the younger one also gets attracted and all of them eat it and it will also possibly correct the imagery 
of gems which was always for me amongst younger kids and for them amongst older kids so we uh, we started out that journey uh, it was a very very fulfilling journey i i learned so much during this journey i owe my career in marketing possibly to either the experience in fms or to this particular journey of 2 years where i you know started on this uh, journey to uncover insights of why should elder kids be targeted to what should we be saying to elder kids why would they consume us and then why would everybody believe us what is the uh, you know product truth which lends itself to some of the insights that we uncover from the uh, from the target segment which is elder kids and that is where we launched this campaign called raho umarless uh i i started with a rangin panda campaign and you know moved over the years to this raho umarless campaign i'm very proud of it uh, i got uh, insight of the year award uh, within cadbury for this another you know work that materialized during the same time i'm sure all of you would be aware about this product called kinder joy uh, launched by uh, ferrero uh, kinder joy was gaining traction in india it was launched in south they had gone quickly to about 3 1/2 market share in traditional trade and in modern trade they had gained about 7% market share in south and as a kids brand manager i was given this mandate to quickly come up with something which could hold them in their tracks or rather slow them down and you know ensure parity otherwise we we felt that possibly this could be a big threat to the chocolate market share of cadbury india and you know again in uh, you know with organization mandate and with good enabled supporting teams around you can turn around almost anything so i launched this product called gem surprise in a record time of 9 months uh, you know we we came out with what we called as a cottage industry solution to start with and then we you know made it better but uh, you know immediately after the launch we were able to see that we were you know able to gain 70% market share back from kinder joy and restore some amount of parity and you know keep you know uh, keep make, working on it improving upon it today you know my rough guess is that uh, gems would be somewhere in the range of about 500 cr and gem surprise possibly would be in somewhere in the range of 100 cr so uh, uh, that was another experience and both these if you if 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 i have to say one line that i learned from both of them is that a good marketer succeeds because of a great ecosystem that they create an ecosystem is all the people who work around you you have to have an excellent partnership with your uh, for example advertising agency research agency quantitative as well as qualitative excellent partnership with your procurement partners with your customer marketing or trade marketing partners with your finance partners yeah with your production and logistics partners so if you are able to master this skill of successful ecosystem creation then uh, you would have certainly created a great chance for you yourself to succeed as a marketer because a marketer commands an army but he is not the general of that army and therefore you need to find a way to bind all of them together says that when the light shines in it shines on all of them and you are not the only one basking in the light while the other people are wounded in battle and they are not getting anything in return so that is something that you know i learned during this stint and uh, you know it was all because of this 
team that I was able to do both these things. Gem Surprise got the Innovation of the Year Award. Uh, Gem's Campaign got the Insight of the Year Award. And, you know, I really hold those awards close to my heart because uh, I think I learned a lot of marketing there. Uh, change tracks, uh, two years I also did uh, a category head for Eclairs. Uh, as a brand and during that time we rebranded eclairs to chocolates in line with the global branding and by that time we were firmly uh, you know bought over by craft the name changed to mondelez a lot of you know uh, uh, a lot of changes happened in the corporate uh, organization uh, but on the brand side cadbury india brands remain strong as ever so again uh, a similar experience of rebranding the whole brand, changing the brand livery, advertising, uh, the offering also. Uh, uh, again, same great experience for me, but I, I was able to leverage whatever I had learned in my dairy milk stint, gem stint, etc. And, and put it there. Uh, and because I had sold uh, eclairs in my sales stint, I was able to empathize with everybody much better. Uh, and I think the grounding that the sales gave me made me a much better marketer so i am in i am a firm believer of uh, marketers at least the fmcg marketers having been done sales earlier so that they can empathize with everybody and you know their uh, their campaigns their work becomes much more effective and is uh, taken to the ground in with much better fervor because it is designed with everybody in mind you know what a salesman does you know what a asm does what you know what a uh, distributor does so you are able to design your campaigns your elements in accordance with that uh, you know at this stage possibly i should also mention that uh, you know when i was after that i moved into sales i asked for a sales stint i moved into sales in 2014 and as i was moving 22nd january 2014 uh, the brand equity uh, edition of economic times and brand equity is a good uh, is something which we used to consider as a uh, as a Bible of marketing during these days, I used to read it every Wednesday uh, whenever it used to come out. So January 22nd, 2014, uh, a, a great life lesson presented itself in the form of brand equity edition of that particular day. Uh, that particular day, two of my campaigns were featured there. So the work that I had done on marketing, there was an entire, uh, on, on gems, there was an entire piece on Detailing what Gems has done, why it has done, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, how it is trying to target the older people, vagera, vagera. So that was the it was a feature, and then the work that I had done very recently, which is uh, the chocolates advertising, Eclairs chocolates advertising, that was also featured in the best versus Baker segment. Interestingly, there was a lot of praise for the work on Gems, and my advertising has had featured in the Baker section of ET uh, of brand equity, and you know. It was a mixed bag for me, but what it told me is something that I that my marketing director used to say earlier. But you know, I, I didn't pay as much heed to it. But he used to say that you are not as good as your best work, you're not as bad as your worst one, also. So never take either to heart and keep honing your skills. And that particular brand equity edition was a very, very clear message to me. Uh that you know one of your campaigns is featured as something that you that is lord worthy that is praise worthy there's another one which is in the bekar section now you're the same guy who has done both of these and therefore you're not as good as the first one and you're not bad as is the second one so keep working on it 
and then you know i moved back to sales uh, in a leadership position in uh, in north i was handling five states there uh, you know the essential of sales were known uh, the two things again i honed my people skills there uh, commanding a much bigger team uh, and uh, the whole objective at that point in time was how do we make sales a science by that time cadbury had invested significant amount of uh, attention effort money into Uh, DMS distributor management distribution management systems, and uh, therefore had their own uh, you know metrics of understanding how our territory or a cluster is doing, uh, how do we increase the efficiency of people working there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So therefore, I, I learned that during that stint, how do we make sales a science? Uh, I always used to maintain that sales is always, uh, and you know now now that I'm. slightly more senior i understand this is true for almost every campaign also it's a, a mix of two things logic plus magic so there is a uh, when you put logic or data to something it will give you a certain amount of output you will find that uh, successful teams are able to extract perform derive significantly much more than that logical output and that is what i Uh, attribute to magic so there is logic and then there is magic magic comes when people are really really motivated to do it for you to do it for the cause do it for the company etc so they will defy logic and they will go beyond what you had imagined uh, but th- that conviction comes from one the logic that you built and number two the culture that you built so that is what i saw in play during that that point in time that was a very very difficult stint for me i must uh, also confess that i was a sales leader for about 2 years in those entire so com- company also was struggling with numbers during that point in time but i will raise my hand and say that i in any of those 22 23 months that i was a bsm branch sales manager i never did my numbers never ever not even a single month and some of my clusters were really really some of my states were really struggling what i can say for sure is all my clusters did their numbers at least once or twice during this period everybody did we made sure that we were able to make all of them stand on their feet but it, it took me so much time i never did my numbers not even a single month so again kudos to the company they were able to support me throughout and that was the time you know uh, a lot of things were changing in the company and i kind of uh, thought that i am not able to identify with the with the philosophy of the company anymore or the kind of people that i am reporting into people that i am working with and that is why i opened myself up to opportunities and that is where pedelite came in and uh, you know pedelite from the outside looks like a company which has excellent brands so fevicol feviquick msail dr fixit etc etc so that, that was my only view and uh, uh, so they were looking for somebody to join their marketing team in corporate marketing function so that is where i joined uh, so it was quite interesting for me people till date ask me you were in a sales role how did you get hired in a marketing one and my standard answer to them is that whatever you are passionate about you will be able to make it shine irrespective of where you are working so don't worry about taking uh, bold calls taking alternate routes taking different roles in the companies because if you are passionate about something it will always shine through so that happened with me i was able to i, I went back to marketing there i worked only for a small period in that role uh, 
incidentally dr fixit business at that point in time that just signed up amitabh bachchan they was about to get into one of their biggest campaigns and they did not have a senior marketing hand with them so i started of helping them uh, from about july august i joined the company in, uh, in january i started helping them in july august and the work that i did with them they thought that this guy can possibly come into this category and work with us there were very few people who had come into the that particular category from fmcg uh, so they allowed me to you know get in into the category and start handling marketing there and that was a very very interesting experience uh, uh, i was working on a category which was very different very very under penetrated and most importantly works on beliefs of people all around it's a technical category we cannot hope in hell that the consumer uh, or their households will ever understand the category so therefore i spent significant amount of time in number one understanding the levers of growth in that category and the levers of category creation and my realization was what i was i'm telling you that the category is very technical and therefore one needs to do uh, marketing at two three levels at the very first level you need to make sure that there is need uh, creation for the category the category is salient in consumers mind therefore when they are building a new home they should be able to identify with this word called waterproofing and the signing up of amitabh did it very well for us so today we have about 97 98% spawn brand awareness when we talk about waterproofing to any new construction homeowner so that is something that worked well for us uh, number 2 uh, second lever for the category was since it's a technical category the homeowner will only initiate a discussion so therefore how do we help them initiate the discussion and you know through a lot of work that i did again with the brilliant ecosystem provided by uh, cadbury good agencies etc we realize what is the role of advertising and for all the marketers out there i would uh, urge you to not fall into this uh, you know hubris of uh, you know saying that you need to do everything all marketing all parts of marketing you need to do outdoor you need to do print you need to do radio you need to do tvc etc etc please identify roles for each one of them and be very clear why you are doing it so for us uh, i could have said that i want to use advertising to make you know all concepts of waterproofing clear to the consumer such that the consumer directly goes and demands the right products at the shop but i realized that's not going to happen it's a technical category so we identified that the role of the advertising was to create an informed discussion between contractor and consumer and as soon as we got that clarity a lot of things became very simple for us you know so therefore what is the single minded message how do we not load the tvc with too many things etc etc and then the third pillar that i understood was since it's a technical category the consumer will only discuss and the fulfillment is going to come from dealers or contractors who are working with them and this is one pillar which i had never worked upon in my entire of 9 10 years at cadbury how do you do what we call as influencer marketing or user marketing in pedilite where your influencers users are you know people like architects plumbers kothi uh, contractors waterproofers painters etc so therefore running that entire program and it's not a imc like once in a while program it's a continuous job of 12 months that happens uh, that the company does 
that is where a significant amount of learning happens from happened for me i had never experienced it earlier uh, and therefore you know and you know when i started it was all physical then as covid came by we started moving it into digital then it became entirely digital and therefore evolving digital ecosystem for you know both sides the consumer side as well as the contractor side was a significant learning for me and you know uh, the fact that dr fixit growth has kept pace with times it has you know really uh, uh, grown very very well is a uh you know testament of the fact that the company has invested significantly behind people has given people like me time to understand the category time to do what they really wanted to do and has always uh you know invested behind the right set of ideas so my four five years that i've spent in this role now rather close to six years now uh, five and a half quarter to six years that i've spent in this role part of first part of that has been about understanding the category and the levers and second part has been creating these three or four big pillars which you know the team ahead can build upon so uh, while the category might seem very very different from what i have de- done in the past the core principles that i learned uh, learned during my first stints in marketing held through and through they held me in good stead the only thing that i had to completely learn from scratch was this whole bit about uh, user influencer or contractor marketing and i'm you know i i i suppose it works in a similar manner in uh, pharma industry also where you have a lot of pharma guys visiting doctors so doctors are influencers for them so a lot of industries this is very very relevant but you know we in fmcg were never exposed to it so that's the that's the journey thus far now i'm you know just moved into this new role uh, of an art and craft brand it's a pidlite company that i'm moving into so it's an internal transfer art and craft brand which is owned by pidlite currently you know significantly uh, b2b in nature uh, we sell to walmart hobby lobby and many other big stores and now uh, we are wanting to make it into a d2c brand and therefore you know uh, making sure that we are able to build a consumer proposition we are able to build a channel directly to the consumer uh, we are able to give them sufficient reasons to keep coming back hold their loyalty to the brand work on csat scores uh, work on fulfillment etc that is what i'm really really excited about uh, uh, and uh, one of the key things that i'm learning is that when you are in an fmcg when you are building a marketing funnel a lot of the things that you do get funneled out when you take them through the layers of you know sales uh, trade marketing a shopkeeper a salesman and there are a lot of things that that you know can't be done should be done but can't be done because of capability of people their reach their efficiency etc so you will either lose efficiency or you will either lose effectiveness what i'm learning now is that in d2c you don't have these barriers So your marketing funnel actually can be very very sharp between company and the consumer so therefore your funnel directly comes from what is the top of the funnel how many people can you make interested yeah so therefore then it goes into your ctr your click what is your click through rate how many people viewed through it how many people were remained there how many people filled up your form and submit your leads were you able to fulfill them or uh, on the e-commerce side uh, you can 
you know directly measure how many people added your product to basket how many of that translated into uh, sales what are the categories where you can advertise so the nature of marketing funnel is very very different and is significantly purer in d2c segment and you know uh, i think these are this is the time to build a d2c brand a lot of the d2c brands are seeing very very good success in india so uh, even if you are not working in a d2c brand today you are working in a traditional fmcg company i would urge all of you to read up about it uh, listen to conversations around them there are some great conversations available on twitter you can follow a lot of people there uh, and keep yourself abreast because there is significant amount of learning in this space uh, for businesses that you are doing today because i refuse to believe there is any part of your business today which is uh not impacted by d2c even when i look at look back at my doctor fix it stint some amount of business we had started doing directly with consumers via digital lead creation and it was in three digit three digit crores so a significant amount of business so therefore your d2c principles will hold true for a lot of these transactions interactions etc so my appeal to all of the marketing mavens out there uh keep learning about this space keep your focus firmly on consumers and uh, this will help you do your marketing better even if you are in a traditional fmcg setup